we just I decided already because the shear has a fair amount of information that we can leave some for Wednesday and whoever is here today will be able to follow Wednesday whoever is not here today can follow Wednesday either way it's fine Bezra Sashem okay Seite erläuflicht. Okay. So, ja. Okay. In the Stone Edition is page 904. That is one. Okay. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on page 902, starting from Kapitel Lamed Aleph, chapter 31, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayem HaShem al Moshe Leimer, Nekoim Nikmas Bnei Yisrael Meis HaMedyonim, Achat Yosef HaLamecha, okay, so fix the Minyonim, you have vengeance, the Minyonim, take vengeance. So the Moshe, Moshe speaks to the Am Yisrael and he says to them, You should gather arm, yeah, arm, individuals, Latsava, for the army, yeah, for the legion. The Pesach starts saying, Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate, Lechoil Matos Yisrael Tishlechu Latsava. So it says, a thousand men for each shevet. For all of the, ne- of the tribes of the army Israel, you should send for the legion, to the legion, to the army. And it's posik hey, it says, And together it adds up to shnei moser elef, to twelve tribes. There are twelve thousand chalutzei tzava, the armed, yeah, Individuals. Then it says in Vov, He sent them to the front, yeah. Ended. Okay. Yeah, we'll read the whole thing through, but we have a They massed against Midian. Ended. Now, in the Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata, Lachul Matis, Yisrael Tishlechulatsova. There is a machloikis, a machloikis, well, it's questionable if it's a machloikis, but I'll call upon him. Elef lamata, elef lamata, lechol matas, Yisrael tishlechol atzova. Well, the Rogat Shover says there is a machloikis. In this Sifri, if Shevet Levi went and waged war in Midian, was part of the rest of the Shvotim, or not, uh, the first opinion says, Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate. Well, we'll soon see what is the basis of what this, the, the Rogachover going says. But let's just slowly work this out. What the Sifri does definitely say is as follows Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate, Lechel Matis Yisrael Tishlechulat Sova. 
Says Rabbi Yishmael. There's an argument between Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yishmael says that they were 24,000. 12,000, double. Twice, two times. 12 is 24. There were 24,000 men recruited for this to fight, to wage war against the Midianites and uh, Keneged that corresponded that corresponded to the 24,000 which were of men which died because of the sin of Midian. Now, exactly from what words this is alluded from, uh, alluded from or adduced from, okay, I'm sorry, whatever the correct word is, but you get me, uh, I've noticed different approaches in the different Beforeshe Hasifri, but in general it would seem that because the Torah repeats itself, it says, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata. And the Rogachover Goin, I believe, learns the same way because if you recall, when it came to Parsha Shlach, and there the Rogachover Goin introduced and brought to our attention a Talmud Yerushalmi, and there at the beginning of Parsha Shlach it says, it's Sakodesh Baruch who says, uh, yeah, Ish Echod, Ish Echod, Lamate Avois of Tishlochu. So even though it seems the Torah itself seems to record that, I mean, it seems like there was only two or twelve tribes, so there are twelve, twelve messengers. Nevertheless, the Talmud Yerushalmi says there were twenty-four messengers quoted in Tzvi Semesech Tesoita, and it's based on what it says. Ish Echod, Ish Echod, Lamate Avois of. The same seems to follow here too. It says Elef Lamate, Elef Lamate. So there is a thousand for each Mate and another thousand for each Mate, and altogether twenty-four. The second opinion says, Rabbi Akiva says, no. Uh, and excuse me, excuse me. And basically, they, they, it seems to also be relating to what it says, Lechoil Matos Yisroel. In other words, that may also include others who want to say that Lechoil Matos Yisroel is, this comes to be inclusive, right? It's a, a language phraseology which is inclusive, Lechoil Matos Yisroel. So others say that the Lechoil Matos Yisroel comes in sequence to the Elef Lamat. In other words, that's another way of approaching it, that there's a, a thousand men for each Shevet, and then it says Lechoil Matos Yisroel. So in other words, there was another 12 in addition to those 12. They, some want to say that when it says it, after all, at the end, it says, it says in Posuk, I'm sorry, in Posuk, hey, by Mostrum, Alpha Yisrael, Elf Lamata, Shnei Mostrum, Elf Chalutzi, it's over. It says clearly there are only 12. So what are we saying? There are 24. So the Torah says, see, it says there are 12 Chalutzi, it's in the, in, the, in the legion, in the army, those which waged war, those who were the armed men, Chalutzei Tzova were 12. But there were another 12 who, so to speak, were Lechoyl Matis Yisrael. They were subservient, they were secondary to them, they were supportive of them. They stayed behind the lines looking after their needs, etc., etc. And, and what do you call it in the army? What, uh, no, whatever. Okay, there's a word for it. Ended. So that's the first Rabbi Yishmael Shita. 24. Ended. And the 12 is not in contradiction. The Bifarshim explained this in the Bifarshim as a free. Uh, Rabbi Akiva's opinion is no. That Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata, there were no more than 12,000. Like it says clearly in the Chumash name, Osir Elef Chalutzitzava. What then is the meaning of what it says? Lechoil Matos Yisroel. He says, Lechoil Matos Yisroel is Lahovi Shevet Levi. Lahovi says, Lechoil Matos Yisroel. So what is Lechoil Matos Yisroel? So it's Lahovi Shevet Levi, and Rashi follows with that opinion. Take a look at the Rashi. Rashi says right here, Lerabois, Lechoil Matos Yisroel, Lerabois Shevet Levi. Okay, okay. So the Rogachover, the Rogachover says, there's an argument in the Sifri. 
were the Levim in the, in the Melchemist Midian or not? Now Rabbi Akiva definitely holds that Levi was. The question is, who is this other opinion? Now the, the editor on the Tavros Panech, whoever it was, but at the Atamut Chacham for sure. So he says that possibly the Rogachover learns that Rabbi Yishmoel, who has no basis to include Shevet Levi, because he learns the Lachil Matis Yisrael is a definition to explain the form and fashion of the additional 12. So therefore, there's no basis to say that there was Levi in addition. So that may be the second that opinion. Actually, uh, I found thereafter. Thereafter, I, I, I know I saw Sefri de Berav from Rabdovet Pardo. He says Efsher, Efsher, because Rabbi Akiva is the one who says Lahovi. We come to include Shevet Levi. That uh, Rabbi Shmuel may be of the opinion that Levi wasn't uh, involved in the, in the war at all. Okay, Besides, So that's really good enough for us. Uh, there is another way to approach it, but then there is actually no machloikis. But just an interesting thing. Then we just have we just have two, so to speak, two versions, two texts, variations of the text. Listen to this: the the the, the Vilna Goin has a text here, not Lahovi Shevet Levi, but Lahoitzi Shevet Levi. Lahoitzi. So I didn't say from which word. He has a whole different text. He rephrases. Well, he rephrases the the the, 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 the psukim, and he explains that the twenty four also derive from Vayimosru Mayalfi Yisrael Elif Lamata Shneimosru Elif Chalutzi Tzava. It seems like the what that it says again Vayimosru whatever. So therefore, there is only twelve which are armed men, but there are in addition whatever. The Iker is he says Rabbi Akiva who argues on that derives and according to the Pirush Keser Kohuna from the from the uh, Minsk, Pinsk sorry. So he in the Pirush Keser Kohuna he claims that the the the, 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 the Vilna Gaon learned from the word Chalutzei Tzava. What does Chalutzei Tzava mean? The ones who usually go to war. Who usually goes to war? Only everybody except for Shevet Levi. Because generally Shevet Levi doesn't wage war. So here too it's Lahoitzi Shevet Levi, says Rabbi Akiva. And when the Torah says Chalutzi Tzava it means those who usually go to war. But not to have them armed and they should go to war with them. Okay, pardon? What do you mean? Depends who? The Vilna Goy Poshit we change that changes the whole text of the Zifri. Where did he pick it up from? I'll be honest with you. Rav Zevin in his Sefer, he doesn't like it. He posh it. He says, listen, I have two classic Zifris with all the different texts. But the Vilna Goy says it. So therefore, he doesn't follow. Nevertheless, the Keser Kuna was a chosid of the Vilna Goy. He says, listen, it's there, so I'm not going to argue with it. Uh, but that's, it doesn't seem to... What is interesting is as follows. Here we go. What do I want to say? Listen to what I want to follow with. In Yalkut Shemoni, which generally is a compilation and is comprised from different madroshim, there are two texts. One text reads, Lahovi Shevet Levi in Das Rabbi Akiva. And one text reads, Lahoitzi Shevet Levi. Two Gersois in the Yalkut Shemoni. Now I wondered... Boy, how original is this Yalka Chimoyni? In other words, it could be that the publisher of the Yalka Chimoyni saw, not the, the publisher, not the author, the publisher of the Yalka Chimoyni saw the Vilna Goins, Agois, and the Sifri. And because this text of the Yalka Chimoyni is, uh, it records, records the Sifri, therefore he put in both texts. 
or at least one text was there and someone else corrected it. So I'm not so sure how original it is and unfortunately I don't own uh, a, a Yalkut Shemani which has been published in the last many years by uh, possibly by Mr. Darav Cook from the original manuscripts etc. So there you can see how it is in the original manuscripts you know if it exists two texts. Why do I mention the two texts there? What brings me there? So Dafkin the Lubavitcher Rebbe Volume 2 Going back to, there's a letter from 1943 where the, the Ayid asks the Rebbe, was Shevet Levi in Melchemes Midian or not? And the Rebbe says, there are two texts in the Yalkut Shemoni. <laughs> you get it? In one text it says Lahavi, in one text it says Lahitzi. And the Rebbe analyzes both, both texts. But like I say, it could even be that the text of Lahitzi originates from the Vilna Goin. But I'll call upon him, just that's what I'm saying about the two opinions. If the opinion is there's a machlik, the pashtas the Rabbi Shavar going means Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva, like we've explained according to the Sefri de Berav. Now, um, now, when we say Lahavi Shevet Levi, did they play a role as all the rest of the Shvatim, or didn't they? So let me just bring to your attention one more thing, and that is, was Shevet Levi in addition to the twelve? Or was he besides the twelve? Would that therefore we make the difference? It says in the Torah, and that's what Maralmi Prog, the Gurarya says, does appear. Addition besides the same thing, but Pardon? It's addition or besides. It's the same thing. Are they doing the identical thing as the rest? Or they're they're just added on besides the rest of the Shvot? In other words, the, the, the twelve are definitely Chalut Seitzov, right? The Posik says, Lechol Mate, Lechol, 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 Mate Sisrol, which is Larabo Shevet Levi, right? The question is, when we say Larabo Shevet Levi, is it a thirteenth or is it twelve with the Shevet Levi? It's not a joke. Listen here. Now, Rashi, the Mephorshe Rashi, Rabbi Leom is Rochi, and the masculine David. I believe the masculine, whatever, say that when Rashi says Larabu Shevet Levi, that excludes Menashe and Ephraim. Menashe and Ephraim are only one. Shevet Yosef is one. And, and the rule is, we always need to have, if you recall, we mentioned this Ramban, where the Ramban says, he elaborates in Pachas Vazes and we had it already in, priorly, we mentioned it a couple of times. Ramban says we always have to have the number, that's a key number, 12. So whenever there is a lay Shevet Levi, so we don't count Shevet Yosef as two. Therefore, if we're counting Shevet Levi, says Rabbi Yom Mizrochi, the Maskele Dove in Pirush Rashi, definitely Shevet Levi, Menashe Ephraim is counted as one. Okay, now that, so the fees there, okay, so it would seem, if that's the case, so when the terrorist says, Shneim Osir Elaf Chalutze Tzovet, it would sound that they're doing the identical, playing the same role like all the rest, I would believe. But the Maralmi Prog in Gurarie dislikes the Pirush of Abuliyom Mizrach and he says, when we say Lechol Matus Yisroel, we're coming to include, to, to, to add on, right? If you're minusing one and adding on another, so you remain with your original number of 12. So what's this big hoo-ha about Lahavi Shevet Levi? Says, says the Gurari the Marami Prog. He says, Bepashtus, when you learn, Lachol Matis Yisrael is Lahavi Shevet Levi, it's coming to tell you, in addition to what your, your initial thing is, you're adding another one. We're minusing one. So you have the same 12. So he learns there were 13. Menashe and Ephraim are going to war with the rest of Am Yisrael. 
What's the pshat shevet levi? There are thirteenth, and when the Torah says shnei moser elaf chalutzitzava, because the role shevet levi played was different than the role the rest played. What is shevet levi doing? He's not waging war. He's in kailu. Exactly. What? He's in kailu. But in Nachshat he was in kailu. He went to war, but he's looking after the orin. He's looking after the orin. So the Shevet Levi is not playing the same role. He's looking after the Oren. And when it says in the Torah, it's Shnei Moser Olaf. Right? And the 13th, which is Shevet Levi, he has a total different role. He's looking after the Oren. So says the Maral Miprog. And also this Pirish Torah, Sodom of Zafri says the same. That's quoted in the Gittal Sichas in volume 23. This uh, Pirish told the Sodom. Um, the Emek HaNetziv and the Sifri says that... Uh, the role Shevet Levi is playing, he doesn't explain why, I don't recall exactly, but he says, they pl- what is the role they play? They don't talk, he doesn't talk about the Orin. They play a different role, they're not actually uh, in combat, Shevet Levi, but they're looking after the behind, behind the barracks, so to speak, the behind the barracks, looking after the needs of the, of the soldiers, or whatever. Pardon? The supplies? Yeah, like that. Exactly. Like we find by David Amelech through a different whatever. Okay, end it. So here you have already like two, uh, ver- uh, two approaches, two perspectives of the Shevet Levi, what role they play now. The Rabbi Chover going, listen here, learns Beferish that Shevet Levi definitely played a combat role like the rest of the Shvot. And therefore he learns as a Machloikis. Did they or didn't they? In other words, the one who learned that they played the role as the rest of the Shvotim, that's like the, the role like the rest. Then there's a Mandama who says they didn't take part in the, in the, in the Melchemist meeting whatsoever, right? The Machlokes, Rabbi Shulam, Rabbi Kiva, if that's the way we learn the Machlokes. So the Rabbi Shulam has something, a, a novel analysis on this, these two approaches. If Shevet Levi takes part, and is part, uh, like the rest of, takes part in the combat, Within in, in, in the Melchemist meeting, like the rest of the Amisrol or not. To appreciate what he says, I mean, the, the, the core, the core issue, in other words, the principle, what he introduces, is, is novel definitely in his analysis, as he'll go on and, and explains many different issues there. But the, there's an Akuda which is already, so to speak, introduced and brought to our attention uh, by the Rambam. The Ramban asks a simple question, and he says, "The Ramban in Parshas in, in Parshas Matos, Kapitel Amadal of Pasuk Chov Gimel, we find we learn in this Sedra, Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu speaks about Hagola, that we have to purge the Kalim, the Kalim, the, 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 the spoils, the, the booty of the of the Midian of the Midianites. They had to when they received it and they keep it. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, all the halachas of a Hagola, of purging Kalim, of kashering Kalim, are found in Parshas Matos." Asks the Ramban. There were wars before Melchemes Midian. Before Midian, there was Melchemes Sichon Vaoig. And on Melchemes Sichon Vaoig, there were also the Shalol, it says Mefurish of the Torah, that they took the Shalol. There were spoils and booty and kalim, etc. Akkadish Borochu doesn't say any halachas of Hagola. Dafkada Dini Hagola, in relation to the spoils and the booty of the kalim, are introduced here. Why? Answers the Ramban, and this is also recorded. The Hostical Ramban is found also in Rabbi Nachai B'Shmoi, and the Ramban says as follows: You should know the premise and the basis and the and the and the criteria and the uh, the uh, whatever the qualifications. I don't know however you're supposed to say it. All these fancy words, yeah. Between the the war of of Sichan Va'oig is not the same as the Melchemist Midian. He says the war on Melchemes Midian, which they waged, was in its intent was to conquer, to conquer Sichon Vaig, Kibush Muhammad, to conquer, 
like your regular war. But you're conquering land. And you're conquering the nation, conquering the people. And you, you, it becomes yours. You acquire it, right? And the intent is to settle in the land. The halacha is, says the Gemara, says the Ramban, that when the Yidin are conquering Eretz Yisrael, right? And during, whilst they conquer the land, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, just as you conquer the land, everything, everything which is in the land, you can keep, is all yours, is yours to, to, to consume. So the Gemara says, They were even allowed, if they found the homes bacon, says Rashi in the old French, but it seems like it's bacon, which means chazer, poshet, kipshotoy, who once spoke about this, this Gemara, whatever. So, In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them the land and everything which it contains, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu permits it all, of votim lehem kol tuv. Just like if they can eat the chazer, the, the non-kosher uh, food they can consume, they definitely can keep the kalim and don't have to kasher the kalim. Even though the Radvaz asks, but after they settle down, they will use the kalim, so then they should, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows it whilst they're conquering, during the process and the procedure of the conquering. There the HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows all these things. But once after you've settled, and you've taken everything over, and it becomes yours, and then you have kalim, which you're looking after, then you definitely have to cash it, says the Radvaz. So it's the, the, the Ramban is dealt with and treated. But this is what the Ramban says, it's a Mephorosh Ramban, a in this week's parasha. Like I say, Lamed Gimel, uh, Lamed Aleph, Chav Gimel. Okay. Mashaen ken medium says the says the Ramban. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says we started off this parasha. What does Hakadosh Baruch Hu say? Nikoim nikmas bnei Yisrael meis hamidyonim. Hashem says he doesn't say his intent is Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't say you should conquer medium. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says take revenge. What's the word? Revenge. Take revenge, right? Take revenge of the Kohen Nikmas on Israel. Basically, and, he, and, and to conquer the land? On the contrary, what do we find in the sequence? What did a base call Oreim Bimboishvoisam? Base call Tiroisam Sofobaish. Everything was eradicated. Right? What then? What then? They, they, they killed the males. They, re, they, they left the, the women. The women and the children were left alive. And the booty and the cattle and the spoils they kept, etc., etc. But I'll call upon him, the land wasn't meant to be conquered. The people were meant to be wiped out. I mean, the city was meant to be eradicated, right? And then you see Moshe Rabbeinu had a tiny to them. What did you live over the women? Etc., etc., and all of that. Mm-hmm. Even though the spoils were spread. But I'll call upon him, the spoils, so to speak, was something novel that they kept. Because really... Even though Hashem never said you should totally wipe them out, like like the Ramban mentions already, like like Amalek doesn't say Timches or Amalek, right? Or Timches Amidyonim, or like the seven nations or whatever. Though it didn't say that, it just says Nikoim Nikbas Bnei Yisrael Meis Amidyonim, right? But if it says take revenge, it doesn't mean to say conquer, and definitely we're not conquering the land to settle in it. And we don't settle in Midian. But maybe he says, we bound the spoils there weren't permitted. Just So when the land is permitted, so there the people are permitted and everything goes along with it and also the non-kosher items and also the non-kosher kingdom. But when none of that is allowed, right? It's merely taking revenge. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch has to tell you that you have to cash the kingdom. That's what the Ramban says. 
The Rogachava doesn't bring no Rambam, but it's Pashat and Chumash. You read the Chumash, you see that the Gedda, the criteria, the, the whole basis of this Midian, this Midian war, like it says in Pashat Pinchas, and here it says, etc., etc., and it goes on to say, yeah, finished. So therefore, and then it says, Moshe Rabbeinu repeats it, and he says, Nikmas Hashem Bemidyon. And like Rashi says, etc., etc., right? It's merely revenge, vengeance, vengeance, what's the word? What? Vengeance, right? Vengeance, taking revenge. is it's Pashut, right? So that's its criteria. It says the Rogachov going as follows. The halacha is, now, there's a shtikl sifri de be'rav. Rav David Pardo says, you know, there's a Rambam in Hilchus Klei Amigdash. He says, what's so novel to say, that the Levim do take part in this war? He says, because the rule is generally that Levim don't take part in combat. And he brings a Rambam in Hilchus Klei Amigdash in the beginning of Perigimel. Perigimel, Hilchus Klei Amigdash, has a Rambam. It's a mitzvah for the Levim to be pnuim and always roy, ready, prepared to do the service in the Beis Amigdash. Therefore, they don't partake with anything. That's the lotion of the Rambam. So he says, ah, so therefore generally they don't wage war. Because they have to be ponui and uh, whatever to do the service of Hashem. So they don't wage war. So that's novel that here we say, Lahavi, we're included. And then he says, and maybe this war is different because it's Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon. He doesn't elaborate, doesn't explain. He says, maybe this war is different because this is a war to take revenge. He doesn't explain, he just quotes the Bosok. Maybe. But the Rabbi Shavar going is elaborates on it and he says, that is exactly the answer. And the Rabbi Shavar going brings to our attention the halacha, the Rambam and Hilcha Shmita Viyovel, where the Rambam says in Perik Yud Gimel Mehilcha Shmita Viyovel, halacha Yud Beis. Okay? You know how I remembered it? Because that was the key, it was the 13 or the 12. So it's Perik, I had to make a simon for myself, and I had a simon. Perik Yud Gimel, halacha Yud Beis, says the Rambam. That you should know that Shevet Levi, Huvdulu, this, this, the, 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 the tribe of Levi has been set aside for Hashem's sake. And, and, and the Rambam is said, pardon? Okay. And the Rambam says in that therefore, because they're set aside for, to, to serve Hashem, therefore, therefore, they don't fight any combat. They don't, they, they don't take. They're not in the wars, they don't wage wars because they are Chel Hashem. They are the army of Hashem. They're Tzivas Hashem, Chel Hashem. That's Mamish Loshna Rambam. The Mela, it's clear from this Rambam, this is Mamish, where the Rambam Mamish spells it out much stronger. Than, I believe both Rambams are connected the Rambam and Hilkas Klei Amigdosh, which the Sivri Rav quotes, and the Rambam and Hilkas Mitha Vehicle. Uh, and it's a very lengthy, extensive Rambam where the Rambam explains that every Yid, if he wants to identify with the Shevet Levi, he can be as Levi and set his life aside to be dedicated to HaKadosh Baruch, etc. And if I recall correctly, Rav Sternbach quoted now with the recent Yonah, uh, which are going on in Eretz Israel, he quoted. That the Chavri Akil and Eretz Yisrael, this is Mamish Mefurish Rambam Melchishumit Veyovel. That every Yid who wants to choose and that to dedicate his life to Hakadosh Baruch Hu as Shevet Levi, so therefore he remains, he becomes Chel Hashem, and therefore Lorech Melchama. He quoted that Rambam, if I recall correctly. So the Rogan Shavur going says, this is a halacha when it comes to Melchama. When we're waging So when we're talking about a Melchama, which is L'shem Kibush, and to settle down in the land, so then we say the Levi, Shevet Levi is exempt. But when we're talking about a war 
which is Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon. So this says the Rogachavar Goin, it's different, and the criteria is different. The qualification, all the, 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 it's a, a total different setup. And therefore, Levim are obliged. That's the Pshat in this Lahovi. So what's the Machloikis? The Machloikis says the Rogachavar Goin, it is a free. If Levim take part in, as the rest of the Chalutzik Tzavah or not, the Machloikis is as follows. Is Melchemes Midyon only Nekoma? Or does it also have shades of Milchoma? If it also has Gdorim of Milchoma, in other words, is it purely, merely Nekoma revenge? And it has no relation whatsoever to Milchoma and the criteria of Milchoma and the, the strategies of Milchoma and the halachas of Milchoma, we'll soon see. So then, definitely, it's purely Nekoma, so definitely Levim have to take part. But if in some form or fashion we say that the Milchemist Midian only has the concept of Nekoma as an addition to Milchoma, but its premise is also Milchoma, so Possibly, therefore, just as by all Muhammad's Levim are exempt here too, they would be exempt. There's just an additional part. But the other Mandama says, no, the Iker is what? The Iker is the Ingen of revenge. Now, uh, the, 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 the Rebbe in, in volume, in Lukutus Sikhs, volume 23, and also in, in, in short, in volume 2, brings this Rabbi Shavar going, and he says, but after all, the Rambam says, Loi Erechin Muhammad. It's for revenge sake or not revenge sake. Now, I say it is, what are they? Let it be for Nekoma, right? So what's fourth shot? He just adds some spice to what the Rogachev is saying and explains what the Rogachev says. He says, but look, the Rambam says, Why? Because, and they don't take part in the land, etc. Because the Levim are set aside for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's sake. So they're Chel Hashem. He says, when we're talking about the Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon, so it's Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon. So it's a Melchemes Hashem. You get it? So Dafka, because it's a Nikmas Hashem, the Torah says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, it's Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, Nikmas Bnei Yisrael B'Midyon. Moshe Rabbeinu calls it Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon. Rashi says that therefore this is to convey that it's all one, right? Hashem and Yisrael are one. The Meshachachim says a beautiful thing. I'll derek like the Bavusta Vart of the Kedusha Slavi, Bachaga Matzes and Chaga Pesach. That the Kodesh Baruch called this Yom Tev Chag Matzos, and Am Yisrael called this Yom Tev Chag Pesach. Why? Because the Yidden speak in the praise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu speaks in the praise of Yidden. So therefore, Yidden speak. Hakadosh Baruch calls it Chag Matzos that Yidden had to rush, and therefore they couldn't eat chametz, etc., etc. Where Yidden called it Chag Pesach because it speaks about Hashem that He passed over, right? And it's the pshat of the Rabbi Levi. It's quoted in the Mishnayisn. It's quoted in the Mishnayisn. Take on a Mishnayis pesach and write in the beginning on the Gilion of the Mishnayis and your Vilna. In your Vilna Mishnai, so Varsha Mishnai, it's there. The Chaloifim, so the Meshachachim says the same Nikudah here. He says that's when Akadosh Baruch was talking about taking revenge. He said, Nikmas Bnei Yisroel, Meisamidyonim. He's stressing and highlighting the Mile of Am Yisroel, that it shouldn't be a Chil Hashem for Yidin. And when Akadosh Baruch, when Moshe Rabbeinu speaks about Tam Yisroel and he says that we have to take revenge on behalf of who? He says on behalf of Akadosh Baruch, Nikmas Hashem B'Midyon, right? And there shouldn't be a Chil Hashem. So each one is highlighting the other aspect, whatever the case is. So the Rebbe basically says, so this is a Melchemes Hashem ben Midyon. If it's a Melchemes Hashem ben Midyon, that's Dafku with the Levine belong. Because that's their whole aim and goal in life, that they dedicate their life to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? So when we have to wage war for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's precisely Mikmas Hashem ben Midyon, that's where Lehovi Yisrael Levine. Okay. Just one more point where we mentioned that if, uh, if the, the Levine 
uh, are in addition to Menashe Ephraim or not, the Rabbi Shover Goin has also another point, which is not connected to this holding in seemingly, I'm not very sure, but I doubt it. It, it, possibly not at least. And he says, Moshe Rabbeinu actually was Mesupik was in question. We mentioned that different Mepharshim say definitely it's 12, and some say it's definitely 13, right? The Rabbi Shover going says Moshe Rabbeinu was unsure. What do we do? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Lahavi Shevet Levi. So we have to have Shevet Levi. And the question is, if so, what do I do with Menashe Ephraim? He says, with this I understand why if you'll take a look at the Pasuk, you'll see. It starts off to say, it says, it, it says, look how many times it says it. It says as follows. It says, Mposuk Dalit, Elef Lamata, Elef Lamata. Right? So we know there's already a thousand for each of it. Hey spells out exactly how many? Twelve thousand. So look what it says in Posuk Vav. Asks the Rogit what is this? What I call the Shborch saying again in Posuk Vav. What's going on here? What's straight? What's this Posuk all about? So the memory says, like I said, the Grohl also seems to incorporate that in this free. But the Rogachover going says, you know, this is referring to Menashe Ephraim. He wasn't sure what to do with Menashe Ephraim. Should he take 2,000 from Yosef or should he take 1,000? So he took, he says, first he grouped them, he took 1,000 from Yosef. But he said he took another 1,000 Mitzvah Sophic and sent them separately. And this is what the Pasuk is saying in Pasuk Vov. That's another thousand in addition to the twelve thousand. There's another thousand in addition to the twelve thousand which Moshe Rabbeinu was unsure. Should he send an additional thousand of Shevet Yosef or not? In addition to the Shevet Levi, Menashe and Ephraim. And that's a separate kilo, a separate message. He also says that because Moshe Rabbeinu was unsure, so therefore when we learn later in the parasha that we're splitting up the, the spoils between those who went to war, so he says he therefore had to split it up accordingly based on his suffix. Levi between, there wasn't equal portions, Levi between Levi and Menashe and Ephraim and each one got more, got more than the other and he brings Metzayim to the mission in Shnaimech Zbetalis Zemeh Kurla Sheli Zemeh Chetzi Sheli okay we're going on the Rabbi Chavar goes on and says another Gvaldik thing and again analyzing these two these two aspects the, the Machloikis the way he analyzes it in other words is the, the, the one who says Lahavi Shevet Levi because he learns that it's only Nekoma it's only revenge and therefore we can have Levi in combat or do we say it's Possibly not just in the comments, also Mulchama, and therefore Levi doesn't belong there. So he goes on to analyze Bimiyashiva Atoisvis in the Sikh Shabbos of Samardalat. Listen to our Gemara. The Gemara says as follows, based on our parasha, and our Sedra, it says, take out your in your, your stone edition, page 904. It says, the last posuk, Yudalit. Moshe got angry on the generals, sorry, not the generals, wherever they yeah, right, the officers, yeah, the commanders and the officers. And he says, Achisim kom the cave, right? Okay, whatever. And what the Gemara says as follows the Gemara says, Moshe Rabbeinu is angry as follows. This is the way the Gemara explains it in Mesech the Shabbos of Samardalad, and the way Rashi explains it. He says as follows the Vayik comes in sequence, Dafke to Psukim later on, because at the end of the parsha it says, Let's take a look and we'll see. And this posuk, take a look on the posuk uh, in page nine oh eight on the bottom of the page. It says as follows: It says, "Vanakrev es korban Hashem." They brought a korban Hashem. The ones who went to war brought a korban. They took all the jewelry and gave it away to Hakadosh Baruch Okay, and it's as, as a korban as an atonement. Yeah, no, 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 You get it? 
Okay, now listen here. Listen to what the Gemara says. Heard. Moshe sees that they leave over the, the notion. Oh boy. Red lights blink. What's going on here? He says, hey, hey, but they caused you to sin. You left them over. Who knows what you guys did more? You sinned with them all over again. The Gemara says, you went back to your original immodest uh, uh, acts, etc., etc. Im- uh, yeah. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says that you know they said, none of us sinned. Just like we came to war, completely wholesomely, right? Just perfect. Also, after the war, says the Gemara on the bottom of the page, no, we're perfect, we remain with our Yiddishkeit, we're dedicated to our Kodesh we didn't sin. Says the Gemara, if so, he asks him, so why are you bringing a carbon for? A carbon you're bringing? Why a carbon you a carbon for? Says the Gemara, even though we didn't actually sin, right? In, we actually sin, we didn't actually sin, but Behiru, they had the negative thoughts, improper thoughts. Improper thoughts. What says improper thoughts? Says the Taka tamed themselves and they were in control of themselves and they actually didn't do any negative immoral acts, right? Definitely not. Especially because they're fighting a raging war against it all, so definitely they didn't. Nevertheless, but in their head, they were Maharaj, that if they had improper thoughts, says the, says the Gemara. And for that, says the Gemara, we're bringing a kapora. They even said we bring a kapora. Asks Toysvis, listen. Herakasha for Toysvis. Asks Toysvis, they have to bring a kapora for their improper thoughts. The Yifastoyer was mutter for them. The Baal and Pashaski say to be learned that what? When you go out to war, you, you see some a beautiful woman, so the Torah, Dibra Torah, can negate So therefore, if you're all revved up and you're all heated up and you can't control yourself, Hashem says that you have to follow the rules, the halachas of Yifas right? The Torah describes what the halachas are. But they're meant to wipe these women out. Just let what Tayshu says. In the mail, therefore, so you fast Tayshu is mutter. Answers Tayshu. Listen to what Tayshu says. Unbelievable Tayshu. Tayshu says, but you know what it says in the sect. So if you fast Tayshu is mutter, you can mamish do it with the fast Tayshu in the right way, the way the halachas are right. They're halachas, but you can do it. So you have a problem with being maharsh uh, improper thoughts. Answers Tayshu. Yeah. Because by Yifastoy, there's also a lot of improper thoughts. Because the Gemara says in Pesachti Gedush, Nefchav Beis, V'choshak tobo v'loi b'chavrta. You can want her, but you want one only. You can't want more than one. And we allow you only one, because with one you'll cool off. But you have no right to take more than one. So therefore, what are they saying? The Yidin are saying, true, we may, according to Toysbis, we may have been allowed the Yifastoyer, but maybe we had improper thoughts with another one we may have wanted which sure didn't allow us so therefore for that we bring a kapora we'll soon come to what you said going. but the Gemara you look at the Gemara you know so the Gemara, says the Rogachover as follows that's a halacha in milchama when we're waging war, kibush mulchama, then there's a halacha that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was matter of But hanimili, when it's a mulchama, 
For the sake of Muhammad. And what is the sake of Muhammad? The normal style of war is what? To be Kovish and to settle in, etc., etc., at the Kanka. But Melchemish Midian wasn't the Kibish Muhammad. It was a total different thing. It was Nikmas, Nikan, Nikmas Hashem of Midian. No, no, no. So the halacha of Yafasar doesn't apply. There was never said there. And Bemele, therefore, the Toysvis basically, a Bazaitic them Toysvis, he learns the Gemara, and he says, Lefizes, me you should kushis a Toysvis. The Gemara is poshut, because there's no din you fast turn about Midian. There's nothing to talk about, he says. So definitely, uh, what he says is novel, but what is interesting is as follows, and this is, even though Toysvis seems to be of the opinion that the fast turn became, was mutter in Midian, that's Toysvis Kasha, right? Toysvis asks, what's with the fast turn? Now, others already have a problem and don't understand the Toysvis. The Yad Dovid, the Yosef Dovid Zinsein, in the Sefer, raises, brings to our uh, attention a Kasha of the Maharit, uh, where he says, we know the halacha is that it only applies in certain cases by Melchemes Arashus. Rashi says, Ki but not by a Melchemes Choyva. And this Midian seemed to be a Melchemes Choyva. It was obligatory. There was no way out. It wasn't a matter of choice. They didn't choose to wage war. In the middle, therefore, what is Bechlal Toysvis asking? So as it is, the Mephorshim have, don't understand what Toysvis is saying. And this can be reconciled with the Minchas Chinuch Mitzvah Tovkuf Lamed Beis, where the Minchas Chinuch Mitzvah Tovkuf Lamed Beis brings that the Rambam and the, and the Sefer Achinuch don't even mention that this rule of Yifastoyer applies only by a Melchemes Rishus, it, it, so it seemingly it applies both by Choyva and so according to the Minchas Chinuch in the Rambam and in the Sefer HaChinuch we can appreciate possibly this, this aspect of it but nevertheless the Rogachover comes up with what he says now going back to what you raised is as follows there are other Rishoyim the Tesvis Arosh and the Tesvis Rabbein Peretz and Mesech Tekidush and Ches learn that the Din of Yifastoyer does not apply does not apply before Sheva Shakovshi before they enter Eretz Yisroh so the whole din of Yifasar doesn't apply by Midian because they didn't enter Eretz Yisrael yet. That whole part speaking when we come to Eretz Yisrael and enter Eretz Yisrael. So that's a total different shita, opposite from the Toysvis. It doesn't apply at all. Another opinion is, which is an interesting opinion, which is his analysis of the Klechemda, Ramer Don. Where he analyzes in Parshish Kiseitse and he says, you know, you take a look at the Rambam and Hilchas Melochim, based on what the Rambam we mentioned a moment ago. Just like HaKadosh Baruch the Rambam seems to, to compare and, and, and in sequence introduces the halacha, that katle de chazeire ishterlu, that HaKadosh Baruch allows the non-kosher food for consumption, and also allows the yifastoya, right, the acts, which seem to be immoral, nevertheless HaKadosh Baruch seems to allow it in war. So the Klechemda wants to say, when the first one applies, the second one also applies. Right? In other words, when all, if it's a criteria of war where HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows you the non-kosher foods, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also allows you even, so to speak, the non-kosher acts. Right? It's one, one unit, based on the Roshna Rambam. Mashem came, we just finished explaining, according to the Ramban, that that uh, concept doesn't, that, that, doesn't, that principle doesn't, is not applicable here, because that's where they had to be mashed the caliph. So the whole din of Yifaster didn't apply here. Okay, so again, that's another opinion which says Yifaster doesn't play any role there, not like the Tesis and Shabbos. And here we come to this word, which the Paneach Rosa, one of the Rishonim, says, he says, it's poshet illogical and irrational to say that the halach of Yifaster should be allowed by Melchemes Midian. He says, the whole 
idea of the Melmechemes Midian was to eradicate the immoral acts, the Znus, etc., etc., which the Moev and the Midian brought about due to Bolak and Bilam, right? So he watched HaKadosh Baruch should allow the total opposite. It's like Enka Tegen, Asa called use whatever principle you want to use. And Allah, he says, it's not. Therefore, definitely, the Allah of Yafaster wasn't permitted when it came to Midian because it's totally against what the way the war of Midian stands for. Nevertheless, Toysvis and Shabbos has this novel opinion that Yafaster does apply by Midian. It's very obvious, right? That's why Toysvis has its kasha. Nevertheless, the Rogachover going says it doesn't apply for the reason we explained because the criteria of the Melchome is not Begeder Melchome, it's Begeder Nekoma. Then he goes on to bring another Nekuda, and that is another Machlokis. We find it the Sifri, an interesting Machlokis. It says in the Torah, Vayitzbu'u. It says, Vayitzbu'u al Midyon. Take a look at the, the Sifri, uh, the Chumash. I'm sorry, where are we? Vayitzbu'u Vuedos. It's a Posuk. We just had it. Yeah, right here. Here we are. Vayitzbu'u. Posuk Zayin, page 904. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, right? So they masked, right? They masked, that's the way they translate, they masked, so they masked. Yeah, they masked against Midian, yes? Yeah? They encircled Midian. Now there's a machloikis in the Sifri. The first opinion says that they were encircled from all far, four corners. From all four sides, they were encircled. Rab Noson says, Rab Noson says, Nosan, Nosan lohem, Ruach Echod Livroyach. He gave them one one side to run and he didn't encircle them from all sides that's the Machloikis so the Rogachover going says this man out Bechlal there is many Mephoshim said that there's no Machloikis Rab Nosson just to, it comes to explain the first opinion etc because it depends on the different texts of the Sifri the Rogachover learns there's definitely a Machloikis in the Sifri like others learn and I think in others. but whatever the case is the Rogachover spells it out and he says Mephoshim what is the Machloikis Machloikis is as follows the rule is that Halacha is the Rambam passing in Hilchas Malachim Perik Vav Halacha Vav. Then when you conquer a country, you have to be fairish leave a fourth of some side, some place, some room. Give an option. Give the enemy an option to run and release itself. Right? Okay. And therefore, and etc. So says says the Rogachover going. This Halacha applies when we want. We're conquering a country. We're fighting a normal war. We're waging. So there's there's strategies and war tactics, etc. And there's laws of war, rules, right? Rules of the game. So the rules of the game are that you have to, at least, you can't encircle them from all sides, you have to let them go. Hanimili, when it's a normal war, but it's midarkeya oilam amulchamba. But when we're talking about nikmas Hashem bemidion, and it's begetting the coma, nothing doing, then they're encircled for nalazait, and you take revenge, bezat chorma. You wipe them out, okay? The mele, he says, that's the basis of the machloikis between the two man, the omrim. If they, was, they were totally encircled or not, they will argue in the same argument we mentioned originally in relation to Levine. I'm finishing here and we will be as Hashem continue Wednesday. It's 9 o'clock. We will finish Wednesday uh, and even whoever comes Wednesday, even if you weren't here today, it's alright. It's, uh, but it's a sequence in, in different machloikas and beautiful analysis of the Rabbi Shavar going and he explains different in Yonit based on these two approaches. If it's Begedim Olcham or it's Begedim Olcham, good night. Finish. No more talking. 9 o'clock. Go. 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 We're just sticking to the time because we have to stick to the time. I, myself, and also for the participants. It's important. Okay. Please, no, no hard feelings. It's not that I don't want to learn. I want to learn, but... Everything has a... Yes.
another reason, and the real reason is, is in order for people to come again. That's the real reason.